Welcome into the bonus coverage here on the Housing Hour. Wow, that's Santana, Evil Ways. That was the song that, one of the songs actually, that was played in that infamous Altamont concert. Yes. So he, he actually did play. We're continuing our conversation that we began on the Housing Hour. This is the bonus coverage, bonus segment. Thank you guys for jumping back in with us. Um, there's a great playlist. If you guys want to go to it, you can find it. Um, if you have Apple Music, you can just type in Altamont Free Concert, and there is five songs. That's a 20 minutes worth of play. So you've got Evil Ways with Santana, White Rabbit, uh, Jefferson Airplane, My Uncle, The Flying Burrito Brothers, um, Sweet Judy Blue, and Judy Blue Eyes. Blue Eyes yeah. Yes, Crosby, Crosby Stills, Stills and Nash. And yeah. <laughs> and then under my thumb, the Rolling Stones. Let's play a little bit of that. These were the songs. Yeah, Did you guys remember these songs? Oh, oh song? yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it was because when these songs came out, like I think in terms of what songs are popular today compared, like the classics are the classics, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter when, how long ago that they were they were cut and written. So this stuff was really, as the kids say, lit. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're more tuned into that. Yeah, but I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, I, I can remember playing the Beatles albums, and you remember yes. this, trying to trying to hear the part where John said, I buried, buried Paul. Paul. Yeah. And, yeah. On the White Album, On I the guess. White Album, yeah. Oh, wow. Was that the, no, that wasn't White Album. That was before White Album. Was it? It was um, around Sergeant Pepper time, I think. Yeah. Name that tune. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Mm-hmm. That sure is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to, our number's going to skyrocket if we can get you singing. Oh, man, this is fun, though, because our world today is, is obvious a lot different than what it was back in the 70s. Um, technology has taken us to places I don't think anybody could have even fathomed in terms of communication, um, in terms of things that we today just think as commonplace and tomorrow we might think is not i mean my son as an example he knows today that the phone when you call someone it is standard equipment to be able to see them when i call him tonight and i talk to him he's going if he doesn't see me he's just going <laughs> to hang up the phone because yeah. he's going to say it's broken and see, with me, it's just the opposite. If I see you, I hear the phones. <laughs> you know, and another I'm glad thing. glad you walked into that, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And, and a, another thing that's interesting to me about generations is that, you know, kids today, for instance, you know, my daughter, you know, I pay for her phone. But, and this is not maybe something that happens regularly, but I hear it from other people. You call them, you call them, you call them, can't get them, can't get them, can't get them. Then you text them, immediate yeah. response. Nope. Cause they don't want to talk on the phone. Right. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to talk. I mean, I'll be happy to respond to you. So I think, you know, unfortunately I think that that has probably caused some um, problems with relationships over, over yeah. a long period of time because people don't know that face to face communication, but it is what we have today and ha- has nothing to do with counterculture, but I thought well, I'd throw that out there. You know, it kind of does because yeah. that is a culture by itself. Yeah. Right. So, one of the things that I've always questioned about is the counterculture movement. These people, parents were afraid of these younger kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were 
disappointed in them. They were kind of afraid of where that generation's going, what they're going to do to the world. Their generation's going to be the end. It's going to be the end. Right. You know, so uh, the the hippies, they've lost control of the drugs, all of that. So they were afraid of that generation to to mm-hmm. some extent. What about today? Mm. I mean, what about the culture that's today in the environment that we have with the po- political environment that we are? Is anybody afraid of that culture? Is it the same type of fear that they felt about the counterculture, those kids? I don't think it's as strong, right? I mean, that that's sort of, you know, the kind of thing that played out on All in the Family mm. and the Archie Bunker, you know, kind of fear of, you know, the culture that was, um, you know, uh, Gloria and Michael's culture on All in the Family, right? Right, right, right. <clears throat> I mean, that was real fear, right? That was like our way of life is going to end because of the way they're going to change things. Yeah. I, I think now it's more like, oh, you know, um, you know, we talk about the millennials a lot. There's actually a generation past the millennials, right? The mm-hmm. I, I generation, the right. I gen, right? Some people and, call it Gen Z. Yeah, well, or, even, yeah. well even the millennials mm-hmm. say that the that the I gen is much, much different than mm-hmm. than they are, right? That uh and and that was all related to the to the smartphone, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. the millennials grew up with flip phones, right? And then the iGens never knew a day with you were talking about not having the you know the face on right. Them. They never knew a day without a smartphone. They right. never knew a day they weren't carrying what would have been considered a supercomputer when we were growing up. Right. They never knew a day where you didn't carry that in your pocket. Yeah, I think that there's also the millennials in general. What what the the thing that I think they've taken as being their you know sort of motto or not motto, but what they're known for, I guess, is delayed, um, delayed accomplishments, right? So they're getting married a little later. They're having kids a little later. They're getting their first job a little later. They're staying in school a little longer. You know, there's this whole idea that you have to not rush through. I think that they, they interpreted what it was that the Gen X parents and some baby boomer parents were saying about, hey, look what's happened to the stock market. Look what happened to 2008. Look what's going on. Don't rush through. Take your time. Be deliberate. Be very cautious. And I think that they sort of did the Japan of the 1990s or whatever it was when their savings rate, you know, skyrocketed in their economy sort of tank. But then you have the flip side of that. I don't think Japan was doing much quantitative easing, right? So we had a lot of government you know, government subsidies that help prop us up. And now people are like, well, now I'll buy a 65 inch TV. It's fine. It looks great on the wall. You know, I mean, there's just a lot going on with that. I think the biggest dynamic in Japan though, was the aging population Mm -hmm. that the average age of that population just went up and up and up and up. Mm -hmm. And that changes behavior. Yeah. You know, people just naturally save more when they get older because they don't consume as much. I can tell you some communities that have that. But it's fascinating to hear. Well, that's right. But it's fascinating to hear your description of technology and how it changes and how each culture changes from that technology that's brought in, right? Mm-hmm. But my parents didn't have television in every room. Yeah. yeah. But but in the fifties, all of a sudden we had television, yeah. and and that was technology in every room. Oh yeah. In By the sixties. Well, 60s, some, some. I'm just trying to think of the movie so, Back to the Future. So I, I, rem, I remember everybody, like, they had that one big TV. I had one big one in, right, in the yeah, si- that, early 60s. Right, that was in the living room, right? Yeah, right. And then sometime in the 60s, they started making the small, small TVs, TVs. Black you know, and whites. Really but small TVs. Remember right? on, um, what is it at Disney World where you go on inside the Earth, planet Earth? I can't remember what yeah, it is. Yeah, right. And you go through that one segment when the lunar landing and Uncle... Yeah. Um, 
what did you call him? Uh, the 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 Uncle Walt. Yeah. Uncle Walt. Yeah, yeah, Cronkite. And so everybody's around the uh, you know the couch yeah. and, and watching it on one TV. I think that may have been right at the time when things started to change. Mm-hmm. But my you know that's something that my mom and dad both remember because my dad had come over to the house and all of this. Um, but I don't know. There's been so many moments like that. I don't know how many moments as a family people are having. It's like, oh yeah, hey, where where did you where did you see the last episode of Seinfeld? Well, you know, there's just not that same yeah. family community I think that we had back then. So we, had, you know, most a lot of people would have one phone hung on the wall in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and every conversation you had got heard by everybody in the house. Right? That changed your conversations. I'm sorry, but <laughs> Tom White's son. That oh, was that the was funniest hilarious. thing I've ever seen. That's absolutely it was it was his wife a mother and child so he was that he said all right um it was tom's wife and she he was saying she was saying leanne leanne yeah show me how to work this rotary it was a rotary phone right and it was hysterical is a must-see but it sort of goes to the idea that you know people today the kids that are of today some people say they're very, very smart and they're just intuitive and they call them digital natives. And so like I would be a digital immigrant, but I've got my green card. You know, <laughs> my dad is a digital immigrant and he's still standing on the other side of the wall. He can't get he's, in. He's in the retain. He's in retaining building at the border. <laughs> they won't let him in. Did, did you pay for the wall? <laughs> exactly. And it's going up very fast. I promise you it's the biggest wall you've ever seen. But, but seriously, my dad, my, my bless his heart. He calls me sometimes and he says, Kevin, I got to have you at lunch. I've got to, because I've lo- somehow I've locked my phone in horizontal mode. <laughs> you know, so he's just not getting over over that 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 wall but i don't think that has to do with intelligence i really don't mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with intelligence i think it has to do with what you were born into some of it and y'all can disagree with that yeah. no but, i totally agree with no, that i mean it's like language right? right if you if you learned the language as you were growing up then you know it in one part of your brain and if you learned it later you know in another part of your brain uh, yeah. it's not as fluid oh that's interesting so, and, and i am absolutely convinced that if it wasn't for kevin i would probably be very backward on the computer and and oh god that's scary no because eight years ago i was <laughs> forced into the social media world yeah you made my own facebook page yeah that's you said right you yeah. had you have to have one yeah that's what you said <laughs> i still remember my very first post it was um i got friend requested from kevin MacArthur, and i posted back it was 2007 and i asked what is this and kevin MacArthur um, responded Something that is amazing. <laughs> that was my very first Facebook correspondence. But things are so different too. And um, we were running out of time in our bonus segment, but I did want to just end with this. And um, and it has to do with culture and generation. And, you know, back whenever you graduated, when did you graduate? 79. High school. 79. Yep. And you graduated 79-ish. Yeah. West. Did both of you go to West? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and as an example, your friend Philip. Yes, um, that, you, that you have this group for, right? Yes. And, and you guys have sort of, you know, become very, very close and you have a, a close knit group of people that graduated because I see That's it right. on Facebook yep. and so forth. One of the things I think that technology is hurting, and I may be wrong about this, but the, the old school high school reunions have changed significantly because they're like, I don't want to, I mean, I see them on Facebook every week. I don't need, I don't need to catch up with them. I don't need to go back and and see them because if you'll notice um, these, these new high school graduations classes that get together once a year is shrinking and shrinking. But my mom, on the other hand, has a committee 
1969, yeah, right. and they meet at Big Ed's, and they have 69. Yes, and they have it's huge, huge. So, what kind of dynamic do you think that really is going to play going into the future? Because it's all about relationships, just like the guy on Jerry Maguire said that mm. about selling. It's all about relationships. So you know, my my daughter Hannah, she's you know she's closing in on 26. Mm-hmm. So she's never lost touch with her the people that she cared to keep in touch with. Right. Never lost touch with them. Right. right. I mean, you know, they got hundreds of Facebook friends, and mm-hmm. they're all over the planet, but they stay in touch. Yeah. We when when I signed up for Facebook, I'm sure Mark had the same experience. We mm-hmm. got in touch with people we hadn't seen or heard from in decades. Yeah. And it was like a miracle right, to right. you guys. It I was bet. A this yeah. is incredible. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And to, and to find out that Mark and I weren't at the bottom of the barrel, just whoa, you know, it was, <laughs> we, what we, a great feeling. Yeah, we, we were like, wow, who predicted this? Oh my <laughs> word. That's the line of the night. That is the line of the night. Yeah. Cause there is, I mean, you think about, that's one reason people went to high school reunions and I got to go see what these people are doing these. I don't know why I'm using this New York accent, all day, but I got to see what's happening and, and they would go compare themselves and all of that. And now you can do it from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> you know? I, listen, and this is good for me. I'm disappointing in person. So, yeah. you know, so. I've said that for years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is so awesome. Well guys, it's been fun. And I think we need to do more stuff like this because it's just, it's exciting. You know, it's exciting to have all of the the topics come to to a head. And um, Mark, what's our what's our next show going to be with Dr. Simpson? Can you think of one? Oh, we'll have to make up something. Yeah. 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 I'm sure I'll be an expert on it. Just like tonight. I'll have to get my other Rolodex, (laughs) Mike. Yeah. Now, this is the music the kids are listening to these days. Mm -hmm. See, it's a little different, right? Than the big, the little boxes. Mm -hmm. See, guys, thank you for coming into the housing hour. We'll see you next time. This is the bonus segment. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much.